I'm Noah. And I'm Ben. And you're listening to Product Journey. Hey, Ben. Good morning. <laughs> good morning, man. It's evening here. It's episode episode 40, I think. That's that's pretty big, episode 40. Oh, I had no idea. It is 40 already, <laughs> man. Yeah. 50 will be a bigger deal. So 10 episodes <laughs> to go. By the way, I'm, I'm kind of happy that our listeners have no idea how I always, like after every episode, have to ask you which number it is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's it's kind of hard. I I mean, it's easy to lose track. So uh, I don't think anyone's blaming you. <laughs> it's kind of a running joke, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how are you? How are you doing? I am doing pretty well. Um, it's a public holiday here, and um, as we just discovered, I also just got up. <laughs> <laughs> we both got up at the same time this time. Yeah. Um, nice so that's that's good to have did you uh so what did you do on your public holiday Uh, i actually didn't do much i just cleaned the house a little bit and then because i didn't sleep so well i took a nap which extended into two hours of sleeping (laughs) um nice well i mean that's good to clean the house i mean you know when you have a dirty house a dirty mess it's hard to focus on other things right yeah at least that's definitely what my wife would say (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's a smart woman though <laughs> like <laughs> um it's it's I, I know the feeling though like it's in the back of your head um especially like if you have to do it um and then yeah i mean yeah get it out of the way and clear your mind before you go to work it's a good idea i think <laughs> right i don't know how you are but that kind of reminds me <clears throat> just things being in the back of your head like like things bugging you that basically you you feel like you have to do right now like i i think i feel like that a lot like (laughs) you know it could be it could be emails it could be someone replies to you on twitter or something like that where it's like once you know that that's there you feel like you have to go 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 to it right away and and do something about it yeah do you you feel that yeah definitely man i'm the worst like it's (laughs) it's it's this plus if i have like a meeting let's say in the afternoon i'm probably thinking about it all day long like it's like in the back of my head and it's annoying me and i'm i'm coming back to it (laughs) like even if i'm prepared already it's still coming back um and that is very annoying like i'm I'm (laughs) trying to change that but it's pretty hard to be honest (laughs) yeah i think it's something with our our generation like I think we all do it. We we kind of jump back and forth between things, kind of like multitasking between, <laughs> oh, this notification thing popped up. Oh, this over here, I need to go do that now. And it's, yeah, I know it's not good, but I kind of, I, I don't know, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you like it's it? It's what I want to do. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's like, it's what you're it's what you kind of want to do because it's like, oh, I, I want to see if there's something interesting for me to look at over here. Oh, I want to see if oh. there's someone responded over here. Like, it's kind of what you want to do, but it's not the best for efficiency. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, yeah, I mean, if you have to, like, if you have to focus on something else and then this is still happening, well, that's, yeah. <laughs> right. All uh, right, so <clears throat> what anyways. did you do this week? <laughs> This week was this week was fun. Um, so I've been waiting 
waiting patiently <laughs> for <laughs> for intercom to come around and review my app support man again because they reviewed it at, the first time i submitted it took like two days they reviewed it and they're like hey we just need you to change this one little thing yeah i did that in like 10 minutes resubmitted and then it's been at least a week it's been like 10 days or so and mm. i was like ah man i just i just need that one little thing reviewed <laughs> and then i can get going with this but this is you know talking about building a side dish, building on a platform, this is definitely one of the downsides. If I'm dependent on them for, you know, my thing to go live or, or when I have updates um, because I'm changing my authentication with Intercom, I have to wait on them. Hmm. So yeah, that's a good, <laughs> that's point. just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't thought um, about that actually. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's a downside there. Um, but yeah, so I've just been waiting this whole time. <clears throat> and um, so I was trying to think, okay, what things can I do while I wait? Because technically I don't need to do anything on the product. Like it's just waiting. Um, and so <clears throat> I've been kind of working on the payment side of things. Like how am I going to take payment? Because I submitted the app knowing, okay, once I get a first customer, I have 14 days to figure this stuff out. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I might as well just wait and just submit now. But since I have nothing else to do, <laughs> I just uh, dove into payment stuff, figure out how to do everything there. <clears throat> and so that started with incorporating. So I incorporated Supportman. It's now Supportman LLC. Ooh. Um, <laughs> yeah and i used stripe atlas um and so i i think it actually well yeah <clears throat> i don't i don't think so yeah you can use stripe atlas to incorporate if you're in a different country than the u.s but it's you would be incorporating in the u.s yeah, yeah. um so you'd if you wanted to do that you could do that um and so i used stripe atlas and it was really just a great experience um like they really like handhold and walk you through the process of how to do it what documents you need to sign what they mean like it kind of helps you explain things so you can read up around it and um so that's just like really good experience because i've used something so when we incorporated coffee pass in the past we used something called shoebox i believe and it was okay but it just it wasn't near as good like it was another one where you do everything online. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but Stripe Atlas was just a lot better. Um, so if you are in the U.S., at least I'd recommend it. You have to pay five hundred dollars up front just to incorporate, and then Ooh. I think it's like a a hundred dollar fee every year just to kind of keep it ongoing. I think. Um, so yeah, <clears throat> there is that price you have to watch out for. Yeah. Um, but you're. At least in the U.S., you're going to have to pay something like that anywhere, I think. So it's pretty good. Oh, oh really? That I, I was just going to ask that because, like, what if you didn't use Stripe Atlas? You would still have to pay that fee probably, right? <laughs> um, I don't know what the actual fee is because, yeah, there's some fee, I think, that goes to the government. And it's definitely less than 500 because Stripe is taking kind of their amount of that. Um, but, yeah, it's it's something. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that was an interesting... Uh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, like getting all serious there. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say is how it's so different for me 
uh, like in Germany when mm -hmm. you start out you can have this one person company basically and you literally just go um, you just go to uh, the town hall and you fill out this one piece of paper basically and then you're like hey I'm a company now <laughs> and you're done <laughs> hey well that's awesome yeah, that's kind of. It, it cool. sounds like it's almost like getting a driver's license here. You just kind of go in and you're like, "Hey, take a picture of me." Okay, there's my driver's license. It is actually it is easier than getting your driver's license. You just have to show up uh, in the wow, right room, crazy. basically. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta not end up in the bathroom and yeah. and make sure you get to the right place. And you also that's hilarious. It, it's also kind of good if you do that and you don't go crazy with some LLC or whatever in Germany and you just go with this one person company, you also get a lot of tax benefits. I think you don't have to pay any taxes on your first 17,000 euros per year. Um, oh, and wow. only only if you cross those in the following years, you, are, uh, you, you need to pay taxes at all, which is kind of cool, so. <laughs> wow, that is cool. Man, lots of... Lots of benefits for you there in Germany, yeah. I think. <laughs> but we also have crazy tax yeah. laws, so uh, <laughs> if you cross the 17K, yeah. welcome to hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if you've seen this in any of your the legal stuff or things you've had to do, but it, it always drives me crazy because even Stripe Atlas did this where whenever they give any kind of information about legal stuff or how it works, they're like, uh, but we are not a uh, legal advisor. We're not a tax advisor. So <laughs> uh, don't listen to us at all. Like everyone says that it happens oh, yeah. every time and it's it's kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, I guess they have to do that. Um, so what yeah. I did, because you get, um, like when you incorporate here, you're not, you're not really done with this one sheet. Uh, you get a, you get another sheet that they sent you from the tax authorities, Ooh, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that one is, that one is way more serious though. Like it's, it's, I don't know, like six pages and you have to um, oh, wow. declare everything they need to know for you, uh, handling your taxes. And I actually, uh got an accountant to do that with me because you don't understand a word of what it says <laughs> so uh, oh yeah yeah that was kind of ridiculous <laughs> like i didn't i yeah. wouldn't even know I mean, what they want me to fill in there <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i guess what i've kind of decided um when it comes to taxes and legal stuff is i think that's a place where <clears throat> it makes sense to spend some money like there's just there's just no need I mean, obviously, I want to know the basics, and I feel like I kind yeah, of know yeah. the basics a little bit from Coffee Pass, but uh, yeah, I don't want to dive in deep to figure out that stuff on my own. Like, I think that's where it's worth spending a little money and yeah, just getting same. someone to take care of that. Yep, yep. <laughs> I think it's a it's worth it. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, figured that stuff out. That was exciting. So, support man LLC, and then. Then starting to figure out how I'm going to take payments, um, which I, I figured I that I was going to use Chargebee, um, yeah. which is kind of like a subscription software where it kind of like helps you uh, get the subscriptions. It has a lot of code that, and uh, features, I, I guess, around that that you can use. Um, 
like it helps you make all the different plans and it helps you you can do like add-ons and you can do coupons and you can it does like the invoices and everything for you so it really does a lot of stuff and kind of allows you to just kind of jump in with it where if i used just stripe i think i mean they have you know subscriptions and stuff but i think uh i would have had to write some more code yeah, I think, yeah. to get started yeah i keep hearing that so i decided to <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> so I decided to go charge me there, but at the same time, they it, it still uses Stripe. Like it uses Stripe as the gateway, I think oh, they call I it, see. as the payments gateway, and so it's like built on top of Stripe. So Stripe's still still doing the payments stuff, but then Chargebee kind of adds all their things on top of that. Ah, that <clears throat> makes sense. So yeah, I was kind of figuring that stuff out, doing uh, looking into documentation stuff on Chargebee. And basically I figured out there's a way that I can basically just email a customer an invoice. And if they haven't set up their billing, there'll be a button right there where they can just add their payment. And so that's really what I wanted is literally I, I can just like set up and get payments without writing any code at all. Yeah, that's pretty um, cool. Yeah, so I was excited about that. And then and then the cool thing is I can start out that way and then, you know, once I am ready to make like a, a real payments um uh pricing page, I can use, you know, the charge B APIs and they actually have like a hosted uh page as well that I might use. So I don't know, that stuff will be later. But um see so yeah, it was good to figure out how that all worked. And I actually did kind of an onboarding, like a uh, call with someone from Chargebee. Um, and usually I, I don't know if I would do that stuff or I just like try to figure it out myself. <laughs> but I don't know about you, but um, when I'm interacting with other SaaS businesses, I'm kind of like watching very carefully. Like, <laughs> oh, how do how do they do stuff? Like, how do they onboard people? How yeah, do do yeah. how do they do these little things? And so this was actually one of those kind of things where it's like, okay, well, it'd probably be good for me to see how to use more of this, but also I just want to see what they how their process is, and and that was good. Um, it was like a thirty minute call. Got on with a guy that showed me basically the ins and outs of Chargebee. And uh, I could really see the benefits of it. Like it wasn't, you know, like a demo call where you're trying to sell them on it. It's more like they're trying to just set you up for success. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure that they found that, you know, if if they do these calls with people, there's just a way more, there's more chance that that uh, user is going to be successful with Chargebee and continue to use it for a long time. Um, so I'm sure that's why they do it, but that was just interesting to think about that. Like, is there ways <clears throat> that I can do that in onboarding just to, just to make sure people, people are going to have success there. Mm, yeah. That makes um, sense. Yeah. So that was good. Um, so yeah, that was really most of the stuff I've done this last week. <clears throat> and actually I did just see five minutes uh, before we jumped on here, I got an email and Intercom just uh, accepted my app. Ooh, so, nice. Yes. <laughs> so finally that that got uh, accepted and I think I just have to like click a button and then it will be published on the Intercom Ooh, that's app exciting. store. <laughs> yeah, so we can actually get this thing started. Um, 
I'm pretty sure they said that <clears throat> because I'm a new app, I might be in like the new and noteworthy section on the, their app store. Even better. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that's like on the front page of the app store. So hopefully that helps uh, get things going. So we'll see what happens this nice. next week. I think will be kind of fun because uh, I'll be able to start sending it out to people and see if we have anybody come in from the app marketplace and just kind of see what happens here yeah so you would like uh i mean that's one half of the, <laughs> of the whole thing right what about the slack integration <laughs> yes yeah, so it's funny because slack was way faster oh so you're uh, done with that right well but no <laughs> because they reviewed it and like hey uh everything's looking good but we have this problem where we can't authenticate with intercom <laughs> because um intercom has to accept or they have to you know accept my submission to allow anyone else to go through oauth oh, and so I see. whoever was testing on slack they couldn't even get through oauth yeah and i was like yeah i'm kind of waiting on them i think they're gonna have to finish first and then i'll <laughs> let you know and then you can actually review it oh man <laughs> um <laughs> uh, so yeah <clears throat> yeah the good thing with slack how they do it is they have almost like two levels like you you can kind of publish your app to where anyone can use it but then it will have that little kind of thing that says this isn't a public yeah, or this yeah, isn't yeah. a a slap uh, app directory app but they'll still let anyone install, install it, it. Right? yeah um but then, you know, they actually have the re review process to actually add it to the app directory um, yeah. where Intercom, it's like it's all the one. It's all one thing. So it's like no one can install it unless it's on the marketplace. Yeah. Um, by the way, we also did so wrong yeah. by Slack. Like I I tried to start editing my my existing Slack integration. I discovered that uh, they actually clone your app into a dev environment. So you get two apps, right? Right when you start editing it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, <laughs> we thought we would have to edit the production application, but that's not the case. So they, they did everything right. We were just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I already went ahead and made a second app for dev <laughs> environment. So I, oh, no. I didn't see that. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that option that you're talking about happens after yep. you submitted to the app directory. Yep. yep for sure. <laughs> It was like the so first I time I tried that. to I tried to edit something, and uh, that's when it happened for me. Like last, I don't know, Monday probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the things if only we knew beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean that's pretty much it for me. Um, I'm just excited to move forward, see what happens here. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you... we'll see what happens. That is some some progress already for a week. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so let's see, what did I do? Um, I did hand out one more demo account this week and I have one more call tomorrow. Um, and I did have another call with somebody who is not interested in becoming a customer at all, <laughs> but who is also building something in the community space. And that was pretty interesting. Um, I, I mean, we can talk about that a little bit later. Um, what else did I do? 
I did start fiddling around with emoji. <laughs> um, so fiddling I have around this, with emojis. Uh, yeah, I actually don't want to deal with it, but I have this um, <laughs> I have this one problem where when I imported the discourse forum, um, they basically let you do, like if you do uh, colon simple smile or whatever, they turn that into this simple smile emoji. Um, which which is fine, but they don't put in the emoji. They actually put in a PNG file. <laughs> so um, so what I had to do now because all those emojis were giving you a 404 after the after the import, I have to go now and figure out a way to grab every emoji that's like that exists and actually get a PNG file <laughs> with the name of the emoji. And what you can find out there, what you can find out there is basically a list of all the emojis, but not a named list. So you always get those um, UTF codes .png, and yeah. So <laughs> so I went ahead and actually wrote, and that's open source. I made a made a repository for it that everybody can see actually um, on GitHub slash Playgroup HQ, and it's a little. Oh, thanks. You fix this problem for everyone. <laughs> I hope so. So so what I did is I wrote this little script that basically goes and I mean Twitter has this open source emoji library called Twemoji. Um, and I found I found a JSON file that has basically all the UDF characters of every emoji and a list and at the same time like in the same array, um, the actual short names and alternative names. And so I went ahead and I iterated over all those, and then just renamed all the images and also renamed them to all their alternatives. And it has actually worked pretty nicely. Um, only only thing that's nice. missing right now is very new emojis because that JSON file that I grabbed apparently didn't like contain all of the emojis <laughs> because you know they they keep adding new emojis and i like there is no official list apparently of all the emojis with their utf characters and their names which is kind of baffling to me because <laughs> you know like there is there is a central point i think that decides which emojis get added but there is no complete yeah. list. Who's, who's deciding this? <laughs> I, I found this one thing. It's like, I don't know, but there is this one central thing that decides. I think it's actually um, um, more or less people from the different big tech companies and they kind of decide which, which emojis get added next. And then somebody from this uh, UTF consortium or whatever it's called <laughs> um, so yeah there, apparently there is a place where this gets decided but they don't um, like publish a list and so yeah I'm I'm still looking for a complete list of that um, they just leave everyone guessing what emojis they're missing <laughs> I mean it it is kind of ridiculous because it's already above 2.5k emojis that I have converted and it's still not all of them. <laughs> oh, wow. Because, you know, yeah. I want to provide all the different skin tones and everything. And so you got to, you know, you got to have that as well. Huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, so my first question is how how did your importer work without this? Like you said it was giving 4.4s. So like what would happen if there's messages that had emojis in them. It would just show a broken image there. <laughs> mm, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that, um, makes, that makes sense yeah so it, it wasn't like the imported would still work but it would just not like it still contained this path to a broken image basically and now that i put the actual images there for most of the emoji it will just render correctly so that's pretty cool um so for 99 percent probably of all the emoji it's already working and then just those few new ones and i don't even know how many of those are actually <laughs> um but those will still display as broken images right now um yeah that's kind of yeah so it sounds yeah. like <clears throat> for the most part you you're pretty good like that last one percent will probably be okay <laughs> if you don't have yeah. i guess <laughs> yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, so that do, was. Do you want it to be perfect? Sorry, you want it to be perfect. I would like to have it like like complete, but I don't know if I can get a hand on on a complete list with you know all the names and characters. So uh, I'm, I'm I'm trying yeah. my best. Uh, if it, like if it doesn't work right now, um, maybe I can come back to it in a month or whatever and see if I can find a list. Yeah. Yeah. Interestingly, there are a lot of NPM packages, but they don't contain all the right short names. <laughs> so, mm. so I've I've probably seen all of the packages out there already and like hmm, didn't find anything. Weird. But yeah, I mean it's not the highest priority, I guess, to have all, all the emojis rendered correctly at this point. Um Yeah. I just like uh, I guess I could see if if you didn't have emoji <laughs> if someone saw the emoji broke I, that probably wouldn't make them leave playgroup. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> and it's also just the imported ones, right? Like not um, right. So yeah, not not the highest priority. Um, however, I also started <clears throat> optimizing some JavaScript, and I have some more optimizations uh, to do this week. Um, I was basically talking to John from MegaMaker, um, who is an admin there, and we it, it's kind of crazy. We discovered that for him it loads way slower uh, than it loads for me. Uh, so when I click through it, it's it's almost instant. Um, and this is maybe also a little bit because of the region that I have deployed to, because it's on a German server right now. And most of the people are of course in the US. So I'm, I'm kind of considering if I should at least do a little test and you know spin up a little digital ocean droplet or whatever and see um, I'll let, let John then test if that would actually improve significantly. Um, but I've also seen that, and that's actually something John came up with, that um, there was a little bit of uh, unnecessary repainting going on when you when you clicked on a thread. Um, because, you know, I have this basically separated into load the channel and then load the thread, and the thread contains all the comments already. Um, so this is basically decoupled and happens asynchronously. But there's also the need that if you like, if you come from a certain URL, I will have to do both, right? I'll need to render the channel and the thread. And so there was some repainting happening that didn't need to happen. Like the channel would basically render everything, including the leaderboard and the channel description. And that is obviously not needed because it will be replaced with all the thread content anyway. Um, and so I could mm -hmm. optimize a little bit in that area. And that already, I don't know, that, that shaved some milliseconds off. Um, and I also realized that I could even go a little, little further and not grab all the comments for a thread, just kick them out of the query and then just lazy load them as you scroll because you don't need to see them all right away, right? Like let's imagine you have 50 comments right. on a thread. There is no point in me grabbing and rendering them all at once. 
So that will probably also um, improve performance a little bit more. Um, so those those are basically the optimizations I want to do before uh, trying another region. Because I also think that it's kind of cool to have this German server. A, because it's very powerful <laughs> for the price that I'm paying. <laughs> and also because I could, cap like, I could double down on the GDPR stuff when it's located in Germany. Um, if, mm, if I ever yeah, makes all that easier. Yeah, if, if I translate it to German and, you know, if, if somebody would want to use it for a company uh, and the server is not located in the US, that's almost a deal breaker at this point. Like you'd have to go and have a contract then with the hosting company and everything. And that's kind of, that's a lot. <laughs> so that, that would be yeah. kind of cool to at least have one server or something like a region in, in Germany. And I don't really want to yeah, do like, would that. Yeah, would ahead. that be a problem if you had your German server, but then you also had a U.S. server and just anyone that's, you know, from Germany, you just use the German server? Like, or would GDPR still have an issue yeah, uh, that, with the other servers? That would actually work. Um, I would just need to figure out like that. I think that, I feel that's the point where it gets really complicated because then I need to figure out, do I want to like load balance everything and then just read, you know, redirect to the right region? which sounds like a lot of work or do I like put every German customer on a different, like a whole different instance of playgroup. And, but, but that probably wouldn't work because you still have those, uh, those subdomains of playgroup. So the only option is basically having a central server, then like a load balancer, which then decides based on the domain, which, which region it, it basically uses. And that, oh, I mean, <laughs> I can do that, but I really don't want to do that at this <laughs> point. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, man. Yeah, that's getting to complex stuff. Yeah, so I don't. I don't know all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually done that before. Like, I'm not afraid of you know load balancing with nginx and deciding on the domain where to where to route it and everything. But it's it's uh -huh. kind of too early for for that. So my hope is that the optimizations will just shave off some more seconds or milliseconds and then it just works <laughs> works nicely yeah i also don't use a cdn yet and all the imported images are not really optimized so that's definitely something that will um make it a little bit faster and yeah so my plan yeah. right now for next week is basically dive into that a little more um and try to make john and justin a little more happy there <laughs> and that's by the way that's yeah. also something that uh, came out of my one uh one of the conversations i had last week with us with this person who's already also building in the community space um because i was i was a little bit i was talking a little bit about how i wanted to reach out to more people and how we could approach that and what he said is basically maybe you don't need to reach out to more people right now but basically double down on the people you have like trialing right now and try to make them as happy as possible and that made a lot of sense. I really like that idea. And that's, uh, I think that's what I want to do right now. Like I still want to write all the, all the content that I mentioned last week, but maybe just take a week or two to see that I can optimize for those people that are already using it right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, a good strategy since, you know, you have a decent amount of people through the door. So it's like, what can you do to make them upgrade to be a paying customer and continue using it and yeah then that's that's good yeah yeah 
Yeah, I mean, the traffic of people coming in is is still kind of ridiculous. I mean, we're like 10 days into the month and I had more than almost 400 unique visitors to the page. And I have no idea where they're coming from, really. Like, I mean, I, I see the referrals and everything, but it, it is still kind of crazy. And people like I have three different articles on Indie Hackers by now where people talked about Playgroup. Um, and the, people are just spreading it and I'm not even doing anything at this point, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think you still have the sign up, not like it's not, you're not taking si new signups, right? You cannot even sign up and people, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and people are still sharing it and whatever. And it's kind of, huh, that is very interesting. Like I've never seen that before in, in such a manner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that seems like that's just a really good sign that you're in a market that there's you know people are interested in this there's there's probably a need there you know if that many people are interested yeah kind yeah. of poking around um i think it also kind of shows uh i don't know just such a cool community that we're kind of a part part of in the indie hackers and bootstrapper community where you know people just kind of want to see what each other's doing they want to kind of learn from each other learn from you know the businesses that we're making and and kind of check those out so i think yeah yeah you know it's it's it could be part of just the cool community we're in as well yeah uh, which can definitely help you definitely i mean it's pr it's pretty cool to see that there is such a huge pull but at the same time i'm a little i get a little anxiety <laughs> like if i put the sign up button there and <laughs> and it's kind of overwhelming like i don't know if that's realistic to be honest but if it happens like that could you know that could be a, a lot <laughs> yeah and i've thought about that a little bit the, the cool thing is there's a lot of like levers and things that you can pull and and do to basically you know if that is a problem which to be honest that's a good problem to have if if that is what happens oh, that's a sure. great problem to have um but you you have some levers to in some ways kind of stop <laughs> the amount of people coming in. Like, you know, if you're getting overwhelmed by free accounts getting created, well, just put in, I don't know, just make them put in their credit card or, or make them, there be no free plan and they have to pay up front or something. Yeah, like, yeah, that's I don't know, there's true. lots of different levers that can make it so that you can handle the amount of growth and, and what, what's coming through the doors. Yeah, so. that's true. I was, I was also thinking about it. I was like, because I am on so many calls these days, I actually had to create a Calendly account <laughs> so people could choose a time. And it was, I was very briefly oh, yeah. considering if I should just put a button there that says, if you want in, just pick a date. And then I was like, oh man, that's the worst idea you ever had because <laughs> then you end up with even more calls and it's gonna backfire <laughs> so badly. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yeah your your calendar is just full for the next month yeah so <laughs> i ended up not doing it <laughs> yeah yeah i did uh so i've been listening to this podcast uh a bootstrapper he's building cart hook um i don't know if you've heard of him um he's been on yeah yeah uh startups for the rest of us and and some other podcasts it's, it's he's been Jordan pretty active Dale, in the space right? yes yeah, jordan yeah. And uh, they do a pretty interesting thing at Carthook where they require everyone to do a demo with them. Oh. And they literally 
like oh. choose who is in like basically you it's almost like you're applying and you have to be good enough to be their customer like they they don't accept everyone they'll reject people not let them use their product i mean that's um, that's pretty smart though especially if your product like if certain criteria needs to be need to be met you know and then you can basically check that right. in the interview but it's also very time consuming right, yeah. i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah time consuming but it is you know it makes sense if you know okay for us to actually have a good customer that's going to stay around for a long time these five things need to be true if i can just you know see if that's actually true in this de this interview demo thing um i don't know that's pretty nice and then you have a lot of good customers that you're willing to support yeah. and, and make sure you have a good service for yeah mm. i mean you get you probably get your best customers that way <laughs> right but again, I feel like that's, I don't know, that's like a really good problem to have. Like if you, if you can get your business to that point, like, I don't know, you're, you're way ahead of most of us probably, <laughs> most of us are just like, can, can, can someone come in the door? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's still hypothetical, right? Maybe it's crickets and I'm just <laughs> overreacting yeah. based on what I see right now. Maybe it's not like that. <laughs> right, right. We never know, I guess, until uh, you open the doors yeah. for us all to come in. <laughs> yeah. All right. Did you have anything else? That's it for me. <laughs> awesome. Well, that was that was fun. Um, hopefully, we have some good day updates coming up. I feel like I feel like we're both maybe ready to turn a corner. Well, I'm hoping I'm hoping we're both ready to turn a corner, and then we'll have some good updates to share. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for listening and we'll talk to you in another episode. See you next week.